everybody. Welcome to another comics-loving edition of Words, Images, and Worlds. Delighted on this episode to be talking with comics creator Joseph Silver. Joseph, may I call you Joseph? Joseph is fine. All right, all right. Thank you so much for joining. Thanks for taking some time to talk about the love of comics. And I usually start out by mentioning a couple of works that people might know you for. Um, so Animal Man is the Animal first Man one that Annual comes to mind. definitely the big one. When I uh, got my first job at DC Comics, that was it. I was lucky enough to be working with Timothy Green um, and Jeff Lemire on, on that book. And we went on to do a few more issues on that run and just bunches of other projects from DC Comics. But Animal Man is probably one that people will, will probably know. Uh, we did work on a number uh, on a couple of projects with Keith Giffen, Convergence, Supergirl, Matrix, um, Threshold, um, Cyborg. We, we've we've worked on a number of things, but Animal Man's a good place to start. It, it's mm -hmm. it's the annual. It's something anybody can easily grab. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, and uh, there's some Birds of Prey work in there. I believe Birds of as Prey well. was yeah. It was a fill in. Um, it was a fill in issue. I think Travel Foreman was the regular on that book at the time. But yeah. Birds of Prey was another one that I did for DC. I've also done Hellblazer with other with with, with travel and uh, it's it's almost hard to keep track of all the stuff that, that we've done over the years because we did the work in DC. We've also worked in Dark Horse and a couple of things in Marvel here and there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <sighs> Try to stay busy, you know. Yeah, yeah. Cover covers for Eighth Seal, I believe. Uh, covers for Eighth Seal, which was IDW, I think. That sounds right. That sounds yeah. right. Yeah, that was with Travel. That was actually some of the first stuff I did with him before we started working on Hellblazer and eventually on um, Daughters of the Dragon for Marvel. Nice, nice. Yeah. A, a big moment in a lot of people's lives is when they realize, oh, there, there are people that make these books. So I'm curious about what led you to this world of creating in visual storytelling. I started comics when I was pretty young i mean i started drawing when i was four and it was probably around that time that i ended up discovering comics because my brother my oldest brother junior is and was in the military and bought a lot of like it's massive batches of comics overseas so he had these literal big boxes of them that i would just you know pull out and absorb so this is back in the 70s so anything ranging from your marvel two-in-ones to legion of superheroes to Pretty much anything that was available for for consumption you know for, for for a kid just just sitting just sitting there trying to do something you know and of course the the, the marriage of drawing and comics just came naturally mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and it's, it, it, it started that far back i don't know that i ever really thought as a kid that i would actually do comics but it's certainly something that i wanted to do at that time i mean you, I mean, as, as a kid, you also think about doing a lot of things, but drawing never left me. And since comics was always a part of that from, for, for me as a kid, that that idea kind of just always stayed. Yeah. Yeah. So as you're as you're taking on a project, uh, I'm curious about your approach, how you keep kind of the the energy, the um, sort of the the effect in mind that you're going for. Kind of depends on the type of project, honestly. Uh, for if I'm doing inking, which has been uh, most of the big comic work that I've done with Tim, with Travel, with Kanan, um, then you're generally 
it really is a question of the opportunity that's available. So an opportunity to say to work on Animal Man, because I was a huge fan of Jamie Delano's run of Grant Morrison working on the book years before mm-hmm. was just a, 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 a dream come true. And to then be on the regular book, working with the likes of Steve Pugh and various other people was just that, that was the best. Yeah. Others, you're kind of just, not everything is going to be, you know, your dream project. So it's kind of just a question of whether or not it's reliable pay, whether or not it's something that you can, you know, whether or not it's something that you're in some, you can some way get invested in. Mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of times if you're doing an independent project, you don't know anything about what it what it is you're actually doing. You're being sold by the person that's actually giving you the pitch to give you the work. Mm-hmm. And you have to find something to plug into there. Um, outside of the outside of the work that's probably on Comics Vine or, or, or on whatever information that's available out there, if I'm chatting with somebody that wants to do something and is willing to pay, you know, if it's independent. And of course the, there's actually, cause you get a lot of people that want to be able to put the work out there, but want to try to do it on like a, a Kickstarter basis or some other way to basically try to get everybody involved in paying, but artists can't live that way. Right. Right. Realistically. But regardless of how that works, um, if it's an idea that I'm not interested in, I kind of have to take that in consideration. Is this something that I feel like I can actually get in, put in my best work in and move forward? And that's not always the easiest thing to do because you do sometimes have to balance that with, well, I need to be able to make the rent or <laughs> you know, do, make, you know, do the other important things. But those are those are the, the the main factors. With Marvel and DC, it's easy because a lot of times it's just an opportunity to work on. Ooh, I'm doing Animal Man. Ooh, I'm doing Swamp Thing. Or ooh, I'm working working on John Constantine. Those those are sort of the easy ones where this is a book that I've always loved. I, I wouldn't mind just being able to say that my name is associated with this in some capacity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but the short answer is with with independent projects. You kind of want to you kind of want to be tied to stuff that you know the writing is good, the story idea is viable, and it's something you can walk away being having some pride in. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned um, getting to work with some people like Jeff Lemire, Keith Giffen. So uh, I'm curious about some of those collaborations that have been maybe some of the most positive, and and I generally like to ask about people that are supportive in the journey as well. Well. If we're talking about supportive from me, I think it actually starts with the guy that actually chose me to be his inker starting in, and that was Timothy Green. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of places that you can basically post your work online these days, and I had gone on to DeviantArt, where I had been posting stuff for a while, and his work just happened to be there. So I inked something of his. He liked it enough that he wanted to know if I would basically want to work with him as an inker, and why would I say no? So, right, right. <laughs> Yeah, at that point, it was basically just kind of us, you know, kind of kind of reaching the point where, we're, where we felt the work gelled and looking for an opportunity. You know, we tried to farm the work, you know, tried, tried to farm the team, us as a team, to Marvel and to DC. And eventually it was Joey Cavalieri, the editor of DC Comics, that gave us the opportunity to work together 
on Animal Man 1, and that was with Jeff Lemire, and apparently Jeff and Tim had something of a relationship where Jeff, what Tim, what Jeff wanted to work with him, so that worked perfectly. Similar, actually, was the case for uh, working on Threshold and Supergirl Matrix. Uh, Keith Geffen was just a big fan of, of Tim's work. Uh, there's actually a comment, a joking comment, in the middle of one of the issues where he comments on how beautiful he does hair. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, it, it, that's, that's Keith just basically being Keith, you know, being able to, to, take, to take seemingly minor things and just make them ridiculously hilarious while throwing an in-joke at you at the same time. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But those are the, definitely the sorts of things that sort of keep you in the business because this is a hard business to stay in if you're not making regular work. Yeah, and yeah. that's the struggle. Once you get in, like Animal Man was the door, and we worked to basically keep the work. But you're gonna always run into a wall. You're gonna run into a point where things aren't as regular as they need to be. So you got to find a way. If it's trying to keep the associations with the editors, trying to chat up other writers and other other creators to see what's out there, or if they have any opportunities, or or, or what or what's you know what is the pulse so far as where you think you can go next. And when you're working with people like Lemire, like Giffen, um, Jed McKay was actually the writer on the Daughters of the Dragon stuff. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the, you, 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 you get yourself, you, you get yourself sort of plugged into being able to stick around that much longer or the impetus to kind of go, all right, well, if I, if I, if I work on doing this, if I, you know, I get to, you know, I get to speak to these editors and, whether it works or not is an entirely separate gamble because this is a very competitive business. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the two of us, Tim and I working as a team is great, but you also have all these other teams that are trying to do exactly the same thing. All mm-hmm. these other mm-hmm. illustrators that are just as dedicated and just as interested in trying to make the monthly grind. And that is kind of the goal, but it's, really the goal is just being in a position where you have enough visibility where people can, see you so that they know they can so, so that they know you to, to count on you to look for more work so that down the road you can kind of just go hey i remember you from that particular book uh hey i got this project you want to work on it and that's how it's that, that that's that's how you sustain it's just mm-hmm. not the easiest thing to do and so with working with the likes of your i mean joey cavalieri was extraordinarily giving in that case he was he was always approachable and would always be willing to throw work our way if he could find it. Um, so doing the Animal Man stuff, first the annual and then a few issues into the series, then working on stuff like Birds of Prey, then working on other things. It was it's 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 just keeping those relationships going and finding the people that can inspire you to continue wanting to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a, a community that can be very enriching but also that sounds like a process sounds like an absolute process it is an absolute process that and and you'll find that the the relationship varies from i mean as and this is going to be the case in anything like if you're a teacher and you're in a class with students like one class is going to be entirely different than the second one because oh, yeah. mm-hmm. they're different students they're a different group of people that you have to communicate with to find a way to find a common ground so that you can you know, get across what you need to get across. And that's exactly what it's like when you're working. Like the Keith Geffen team 
is fantastic because just reading his scripts alone are effing hilarious. Just mm-hmm, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. listening to him. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can you can you can literally read a script and you can picture in your mind if you've read any of his books where this is going. You're like, uh oh. And 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 it just it brings a smile to your face, even even if you're just reading it before you get a chance to see how everything actually comes together in the finish. And it's stuff like that, that that sort of really keeps you plugged in. But that experience is going to be different than with Lemire. I didn't really I didn't really chat much directly with Lemire. That was with Tim. Mm-hmm. But the product, because I knew I, I had been reading the book, I'd been reading Animal Man. I was already plugged into where this was going. So I had I already had an investment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that differs when you go from project to project. It, it's very much about the people that you're that you're with at the time. Like I know that Cavalieri was somebody that I that I enjoyed working with as an editor. Um, Marie Javins, who is now editor in chief at DC Comics, we worked with on Supergirl Matrix. Um, mm-hmm. and that was a separate relationship. Um, and it's and it's really is about sort of keeping those you know keeping those relationships good. And that almost always boils down to one of three things, being reliable, mm-hmm. being relatable, and being good. Mm-hmm. You, can be, you can be good and you can be relatable and that may give you some leeway in the other things. And the other two, the other two things can kind of come together and do something similar, but it's best to be all three if possible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that you makes know, sense. And that's the only thing you can you can try to do. Just com- communicate with people. If there's a problem, if you foresee something happening, you let them know, and they can plan around it. I remember, I can't remember if it was the annual or if it was one of the products we did directly afterwards. But I I reached I realized I was at a point where I wasn't going to be able to do something when I thought I was when the, you know when they had basically put the target and they're like it's okay because they explained that sometimes it will actually give you um, a deadline that sort of gives them a buffer. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, and that's and that's going to be different with every editor. Not every editor is going to do that the same way. So it's a lot of it really is about those relationships. Um, and the right project with the right person can make you feel like a million bucks. And sometimes, even if it's a dream project, you you get so haggard after all the work you put in, all the changes that you may have to do, because you can put in all the work on on, a, on like five pages and then they decide, crap, we're going to have to do uh, something different. So we're doing five different pages. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That happens all the time in the business. Um, so it's just rolling with the punches for the most part. You know, yeah. you, 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 you get a project, you do your best job and you move forward. Yeah. Yeah. Now, before we hit record, you mentioned that you had shared before for some other projects about um, the medium and and what it does for readers and literacy. Any anything that you'd like to to mention on that before we talk about current creative directions and passions? Um, my my wife is a writer and editor. Um, she keeps herself quite busy. Um, and we had chatted. Uh, I had mentioned that we had chatted similarly about the subject of comics and the importance of reading and literacy. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, it was in the form of sort of a written interview where, I mean, of course, this was before we had gotten married. So we had the chance to talk on the phone. If there are any other questions or any other observations that that I make 
that she would basically put into what she wrote, but it was for the company that she does work for, where she provides content for that basically focuses on speed reading mm-hmm. and the importance of read of, of, of not just um, reading competency, but engaging people to want to read. Mm-hmm. Comics mm-hmm. is a perfect gateway for that. Comics is an opportunity for people to to basically get lost in the world. I mean, there there's always sort of a line in any form of uh, in, in any form of entertainment where you know you want to do stuff that's more directed towards a message and trying to get people to sort of plug into something that's important socially, but. That's the wonderful thing about comics is you can do that, but you can do fantasy, you can do science fiction, you can go, you can literally open a book and go to a million different worlds. Uh And the key to getting into all of that is simply getting, is learning to and loving reading. And anything that engages people to be able to do that is vital. Yeah. Yeah. Very well said. Very well said. Um, by means of a, a final official question, and then we can hit anything that we might have missed that you want to share. I'm curious about your current creative passions and pursuits, uh, as well as spaces where people can go to learn a little bit more about your work. If there are social media spaces, conventions, or things like that that are uh, really um, spaces you like to connect. Um, most of the time, if I'm doing something on social media, it's oddly enough on Facebook, which is just under my name, Joseph Silver. That's simple enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not, a lot of the stuff isn't really me doing stuff for the convention circuit. As I said before, uh, the comic con- the, the comic business is a competitive one. So right now, work isn't, work isn't uh, in abundance at the moment. So mm-hmm. I may jump into a convention from time to time to try to, you know, maybe drum up a little work or sell some some pages here and there, but it's not something I'm doing at the moment. COVID hasn't helped that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so it's something I've been considering. It's something I want to want to basically try to do the right way. But AI is also making that equally difficult because now we're reaching a point where people will try will try to ape your work and not only not actually physically be able to do it, but just taking a program and just printing out a product that they basically try to call their own. Right. It, it's 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 dangerous and difficult to navigate in some ways at this point so i'm kind of always thinking heavily about all of those things but facebook is always a good place i technically still have the spot on deviant art i have my own um, my own website the art of joseph silver that has a vast array of my work because not only do i do comic work i work in different mediums and watercolor and pastel um you know i try to part of this whole process for me is about learning you're you're an eternal student when it comes to art there's never a point where you know everything there is to know and just when you reach that point oftentimes you'll be at a point where you're like what do i do next Uh so there's always that constant wanting to to do something new so i post a lot of that stuff on pretty much those three pages on deviantart on my facebook website and on my actual uh on my actual website page the art of joseph silver um beyond that i'm kind of navigating just like everybody else just looking for <laughs> looking for something to, to to keep to keep my interest and to stay plugged into the work 
Um, as far as work is concerned, uh, I don't have any current comic projects at the moment. I have stuff that I'm discussing with people, but nothing is written in stone, so there's nothing I can really say for certain what's going on. If something changes, I'll be more than happy to let you know. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like things are cooking, though. Yeah, yeah. There's always something cool. Always. <laughs> awesome. 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 Well, well, looking forward to uh, always, I always enjoy revisiting your work and looking forward to the projects that are sort of percolating at the moment when they, when they brew as well. Appreciate it. I very much appreciate that. Nothing, nothing like the feeling of, of having your work, not just recognized, but appreciated. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, glad, glad to share anytime. Glad to have you back anytime. And thanks so much for, Jumping in, may the creating continue.